episode 48 of Inside the Cage. Mark and Scott with you, as always. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. How's yourself? Yeah, good. Tired today, mate. Long weekend. I'm knackered myself, mate. It was a busy, busy weekend. What you got to? Um, up early on Saturday, out doing stuff. She's going to wear a Hindu, so... Doing bits and pieces. Doing bits and pieces. We're out for, like, nine o'clock, man. It was brutal. Um, and then, obviously, you were there on Saturday night playing poker with the boys, which just is, needs to stop. Because it's like... It's the way it's we no play fun, it. It's no fun, man. It's no fun. No, we need to put the blinds out a bit, man. Just that. We tried that. It still didn't work. No, no. We need to play... If we're going to play poker, we need to start at one o'clock in the afternoon because tw- it can be a 12-hour game. It just depends how long it takes. I'm like, just sitting there playing poker for fucking 12 hours. Well, sometimes you just need to. I don't want to. need to bet every hand. I don't want to. Mm. Anyway. I could have been out around fucking half an hour when I cared. Mm. I was playing football yesterday and all that was sh- absolutely shite. How about you? How did you get through team member? Hi. How did you hear that? Because he messaged me the day, Augie. He messaged you? Aye. You messaged me like that, you coming down to join Fat Atlanta. I'm yeah. like, what? You were like, yes. And I was like, hopefully, eventually, aye, but I'll wait Australia for four weeks, so. Um, aye, busy weekend myself, when my season Friday night, bit of dinner, few drinks, wee bit of shopping, uh, Saturday, football, shite. Oh, and obviously poker on Saturday night for the, the boys, but mm. aye, it wasn't a bad weekend, busy, busy as usual, but yeah. I don't feel as well fucking stoked these days. Ah, it's always going to be holiday. Oh, you're getting the biggest holiday on demand, mate. So. I know it's brilliant. I can't fucking wait. Cannot fucking wait. Right. Anyway, straight on it. Weekend. UFC Mexico City. Um, Mexico. So it's UFC Fight Night Rodriguez versus Stevens. UFC Fight Night One Five Nine and UFC on ESPN Plus Seventeen. I presume this isn't their debut in Mexico. I presume they've been before. Aye, we in Mexico City a few years back. Were they right? Okay. I wasn't really sure to be honest. We've in Mexico a few times, but I think they've been about Guadalajara and stuff like that, different cities and stuff like that. But I um, just stay for the top, I mean, I'll talk about it, get it out of the way, because the fight only lasted 15 seconds. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I pokes are eye pokes, right? Fuck what you can do about it. Poke the guy in the eye. Guy, I mean, Jeremy Stevens looked genuinely uncomfortable. The fact that the doctor couldn't prize oh, the eye open. I've got for no me, problem with the fact that it could continue because Jeremy Stevens couldn't see out his left eye. And I'm totally. Obviously, this accidental thing, right, is fine because I still don't think anybody could ever mean to, to do it. My question is what the actual fuck was Yer Rodriguez flicking his fingers at Jeremy Stevens' face for? He wasn't flicking his fingers. He put his hand out to create a space. No, so he didn't. I did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't put his hand on me. His, his fingers were just away and he flicked his hand down away. Why would he flick his hand down away? I don't know what he was doing. You do that to push somebody away, your hand goes down. It's done nah. automatic reaction. No, you watch your game. You don't do that. His arm was straight and he flicked his hand down. I don't get but, it. But I don't, his arm was straight, but I think the momentum of your arm, especially when you think about the strength of these guys and the, the physique they've got and the speed and power and everything they've got, the muscle, muscle twitches in their arms. I'm not buying that. As soon as you put your arm out, it's gone his flick straight away. Nah, I'm not buying that at all. I, looked, I, I, looked, I don't have an issue with what I've done whatsoever. I think he's just... Wasn't he, it wasn't deliberate. There was a wee kind of a wee set to it. He's just put his hand out to try and create space because he is a taller fighter. He's a range fighter. Mm. He wants to create that space. He wants to make sure the space for Jeremy Seasons because if you get into a barn fight, if you start fighting with Jeremy Seasons in a phone box, you're going to knock the fuck out. Yeah, maybe not if you're Yair Rodriguez, but most people would. But you need the range still, don't you? Mm. You need the range. So, 
He's trying to create that range, and I think that's all he's done. It's just been an unfortunate accident, and he's just hit him right in the eye because that literally, at half an inch either side, the fight was still continuing. It was literally just a pure accidental, nothing you could do about it. I book. Yeah, it's shite. The whole thing was just a bit shite. It was shite for the fans, it was shite for everything to tell you. God, it's fucking shite for all of us who stayed up to fucking four in the morning to fucking watch it. Well, I didn't stay up to four in the morning. I didn't do it either, but I'm sure there was people out there that did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that was it was built to be an absolutely incredible fight and obviously we never got that and it was so disappointing. Yeah, it could have been an absolute war. It could have been a great fight. Oh, it could have been a fight of the year contender, do you know what I mean? It could easily have been up there, without like, doubt. I'd like to see him run it back, definitely. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if they do run it back because obviously there's a few things for Yair coming out saying basically I think Stephen Sharpens there and he, yeah. he thinks he wants to use that as an excuse to get out, but I'm sorry. Like, if a doctor can't prize your eye open... It's... If the doctor can't prize your eye open, then you can't continue to fight. So you either have the strongest eyelids in the world or you genuinely can't open your eye. Yeah, 100%. Um, I would find it very, very amazing if that was faked. Especially when a guy as hard as him. He's a bit hard man, but he acts like an hard. He, 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 he never, ever shucks a fight. I can't really talk about it anymore. No. Um, crowd reaction was probably a bit over the top. Uh, the crowd was disgusting, mate. I'm no for all that. I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. But I'm, like, I'm not going to... I, oh, I know what you're going to say. You're going to defend them, so let's go. I'm not going to defend them. I'm not saying that. What I'm not justifying what they did because it was wrong. What I will say is there was a lot of angst within that building. A lot of stuff had happened through the night and it built up and built up and the pressure situation built up. It's a bit like, say, a football match referee gets a couple of decisions wrong. As I said to you... Early on, the atmosphere builds up, the tension builds, it gets towards the end. Some dudes get a last-minute penalty in football and close the game, man. The fucking home crowd would be going absolutely tonto, and it's similar to this. Yeah. There was only like one decision, or two decisions, you could say, that were you know, didn't go their way. The rest of them were pretty... Like, Polo Reyes, he got knocked the fuck out. Canonies won. You know, that was the only other... Polo Reyes was the only one in the prelims that didn't go the Mexicans' way. Everything else did, except for probably ask uh, Moreno and Grasso. Martin Bravo, for me, was winning his fight against Stephen Peterson. My one of the first round, second round, don't know, didn't really last very long, but so the first round, for me, yeah, Martin Bra- so to see that knockout happen straight away, you've got to be gutted, especially yeah. after just seeing. But there's a legit reason for that. I'm you can't be angry about that. That's just yeah, but disappointment. Close, yeah, but that that then creates an atmosphere. I don't care how disappointed you are, mate. Would you ever throw a fucking cup I of never, juice? I'm not agreeing with it, but what I want to, I'll try to bring on points to do with it. I'm trying to say basically maybe a couple of bad decisions has created this atmosphere mm-hmm. which is fucking dangerous so if you've got poor decisions getting made now I'm not saying what I did was correct but poor decisions made create atmospheres it creates wrong things they can't control 20,000 people in a crowd 10 whatever was there <laughs> I don't know I never checked the attendance record myself so whatever was there the Brendan Moreno fight I thought Brendan Moreno beat Askarov and which I was surprised at because I really fancied Askarov because Askarov had a great record. He looked sharp, he came out really well, he took Breno down, and I thought, here, here, he's going to run over the top of him. Mm. And then Moreno came out and won the last two rounds for me. Mm. So I thought Brendan Moreno would win this fight. He then went to Carlos Barza versus Alexa Grasso. Carlos Barza, Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso wanted to stand there and bang, right? These are Mexican fighters. They're very European in their style. They're not interested in seeing somebody dry hump somebody's like, I know it's MMA, I know that. But they don't want to see that. They want to see somebody stand and bang and not fuck at each other. Boxing. Aye, Mexican boxers. Proper fighters. Mm. That's what they want to see. But Carlos Barza came out, dry humped Alexa Grasso's leg for two rounds and won the fight. 
could, could you pissed off for that as well. So you said you thought Grasso won. Could I you, thought Grasso could won. Could you see like that going as far as well? Was there enough in it for it to go as far as that? It's not that shocking a decision. It's not like a Caitlin Chikagian versus Jojo Coleman. No, I always do that because as far as I did lie on her for around three minutes, say. So she's probably dominated most of it then. Maybe dominating extra 30 seconds or something. Yeah. But the damage that I get, like, if I was to look at either fight or the end of the fight, if you just seen a picture of Grass on a picture of Spars, you'd be fuck's sake, Grass must have won that fight. Aye, that's just if they're standing and banging, but also they weren't, as you said, so. But, just. Yeah. I, I can understand why the Mexican crowd was really, really angry at this point. Mm. That's what I'm trying to get. I'm no, as I said, I'm not justifying the decision, but possibly to dodgy calls and as far as they're concerned got to be really bad calls because they want their man to win or their women to win mm. so if they think that's happened and they're going to be really, really angry that's going to heighten the tension and it's just going to that is a bit gutting can I get the, the point place like, exploded obviously there's five cards in the main the five fights in the main card and there was a, a, a Mexican in every single one of them and the one Mexican won their fight mm-hmm. and that was Arena Albano mm-hmm. the rest of them never won their fight whether it be a draw, a no contest, a dodgy decision, or a possibly one of the best spinning back fists I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, that was fucking incredible. Stephen Peterson, knockout of the year already. Bravo must have been raging because he tried the spinning back elbow, missed it, and Peterson went, oh, here, have this. Away he went. That's a perfect defence. If you turn away from a guy trying to do a spinning back elbow fist, whatever he was trying to do. Do you look at it in slow motion, right? Obviously, slow motion's obviously different, but it's funny to watch stuff in slow motion. Bravo swings the elbow, he comes around, swings the elbow, and it literally looks like he's staring into Peterson's eyes for about eight years, waiting for... <laughs> Honestly, it just looks... <laughs> it does look so Because it's so up. slow, it's literally like he turns around, goes to spin, he misses, um, he misses Peterson, and then Peterson's standing there going, right, I'm going to fucking spin him back first, you, you ready? Here it comes, you ready? It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, bang. It's like, honestly, there's like a pure delay there, because you know, your man um, Bravo literally is just standing staring because he's missed the back fist and he doesn't know what to put. Um, Bravo Dominic again, that was another one. Bravo won the first round. Oh, so. I, I smashed him. So Bravo did. I, mean, I would say he knocked him down, but I watched that back. He didn't knock him down. He chucked him. So after Bravo's first round performance, out there was buzzing. So like, fuck's sake, man, he's going to really hammer Stephen Pearson in the second round. And Stephen Pearson could do that. If he's pure down, pure down a lot, and then Arena Adana comes out and just proves fucking that she's a contender in that one three five division because I thought she was superb. Vanessa Mello maybe isn't up too much, but nah. she literally she took care of you. She had it. When you're fighting a non Pennington took a bit of a, a dunt last time against Pennington. I know obviously we talked at the time we said well, I know, thought Adana had won she, that fight. She was a I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if we did agree she won that fight. I think it was close. I think both was a game where we're like, listen, we can see why it went Pennington, but we probably had Aldana winning. Um, but that don't that just puts a dent in it for her. I think that's probably why she's fight, fighting Mellow. But um, yeah, I, I thought the main card was alright. I actually thought the prelims were better. There's some great performances on the prelims. Um, if we're going to just skip the main card now, <laughs> well, it seems like we're at, aye. Well, there isn't much to talk about, mate. As far as the grass, we can I talk about Brandon Moreno was a draw, good fight. You talked already. Aldana's performance was great, and Pearson the great knockout. We've talked about it. There isn't much else to say. Whereas guys like Quinones was fucking amazing. Kyle Nelson's um, knockout, Apollo Reyes, a standing knockout which I always love. Angie Hill was fucking amazing, absolute elbow for hell. That reminded me of remember Houston's elbow against Dalby. The cut Dalby's head open. Aye. <laughs> It was like that. 
Sergio Pettis was my performance of the night. Sergio Pettis was fucking amazing. He stayed at distance from Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam could not get near him. Oh, I couldn't get near him. He's, at, he's the numbers. Oh, the Chewy numbers actually reminded numbers. of, and I think he's really got away from that. Mm-hmm. The fact he's a Pettis. Aye. Aye, he's trying to get a big bro's shadow. Aye, but doing something different. Yeah. But you're not, do you're, you're a Pettis. Do what Pettis is do best. And he actually done that on the night. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between Sergio and Anthony. Anthony's a bit of crazy. I know he does the whole jumping off the... But even he tried that at some stage. You've seen him try to do Superman punches. And but he looks so much more controlled, so much more in control. Like, I always think watching Sergio and Anthony Pettis is great because he's he's wild, he's exciting. You don't know Sergio was very, very controlled and very, very... You know, he actually reminded me of a wee bit like a kind of small version of Max Holloway. He's, yeah, he's, it's he's, very similar. He's, he's striking is so straight. It's so straight, man. When he throws he put, it, it's so straight. That jab was oh, fucking mate. From every time he threw that jab, he kept out, man. Tyson miles away from him. But I honestly felt as if like, he was <laughs> fighting. With, he, it was both Percy's arms joined together. Tyson was that far away from him, he's, and you're thinking to yourself, Tyson's trying to cut back, and he's missing. He's missing by miles. You think, fuck me, man. He was in and out, man. It was. Trim- I, yeah. I'm not a massive boxing fan, right? But I can always appreciate my boxing standpoint. See, you get in, you punch something, you come back out. See, you can get in and out before he can hit you, and that's what Pierce did. Pierce yeah, just picked him off. He was absolutely superb. Um, Angie Hill, by the way, as you say, she's absolutely brilliant. But Ariana Carnalosi, how the hell does she make strawweight? Yeah, she is a tank. She is huge. I mean, those arms are ridiculous. That I, I like. Wait. I'm not saying she's on something, but wow. Yeah, she's ripped, man. She's she's a tank. And not in a chubby way like Beth Coyer. She's a tank as and she's but absolutely ripped you to look death. At strawweight, um and you look at Andrade, right? Andrade's fucking well built for a strawweight. And you look at her and you go, Well, she's not a fucking strawweight. Well I wouldn't have said Andrade was a strawweight to be fair. I mean it's aye. She's huge. But that was a good fight, by the way. That was a good fight, a really good form, Fangio. Uh, probably because, um, to fair to Carnalosi, she just kept chasing her down, chasing her down, chasing her down. Angie looked like she was... But Big Mikey Bisping said something very interesting about Angie Hill. It's her fourth fight this year, and he said the more camps you do, the better you get. That's the best I've seen Angie Hill. Oh, I, I, like, was, I, was, I always was, thought Angie Hill was... Aye, right. here or there. Aye. Record doesn't make me particularly great, is it? 10-7. 7 So again, it's one of the equal records. It's maybe not as good, but her last... Well, okay, she's lost what three of three of her last five, but I thought she looked super. But I think she's got better in the fights. Mm-hmm. I think so as she's well. She's got better as she's got on, and it's good to see. Um, um, big Paul. How many talk about Paul Craig, man? Should have finished the TKO. He's striking as a wee bit erratic, but I a love, wee bit erratic. I big love man. Him. You need to realize there's a face there to hat. No hitting uh, fresh air. I love watching big guys do BJJ because you don't see it a lot. No, I love guys real. try to do grappling, big guys, because he he moved. He moved like a bantamweight. He moved like a, flat, like a featherweight. He, that quick. He's seen that opportunity. I didn't even see it. I seen that he's punching him, he's punching him. Fuck, where the fuck did he get his neck? Hold on, rewind. Oh, fuck. The guy rolled on his butt, rolled on his front. I didn't even see it. I was watching yeah. it, you know what I mean? And Paul Gig was that quick, man, on him. And... Um, I kind of was annoyed with the way they filmed it because you kind of missed a wee bit of it while they were transitioning the cameras. Your man had already kind of tapped and stuff like that. It seemed, yeah. it seemed to take an well, age. I, would, I think the referee missed the first tap. Aye. So I, think the referee, I think the Marrera had basically realised straight away, oh shit, I'm in this joke. I ain't getting out of this. I might as well just fucking tap straight away. Mm. And then... It was deep. It was never been submitted. Oh, it was so deep, man. It was fucking ridiculously deep. Um. I brilliant Paul Craig. It was his last fight on his contract, and to go out and put a performance on like that is just what do you think? 
I think we'll get another contract. Think so? Aye, I really do think we'll get another contract. I think, I think he will because... On the back of that performance, I think he will. Gla- I think he will because Glasgow's due. Do you understand? 12 and 4? I know. It's actually like good. I know, I'm looking at the people that beat him. Like, Menafield's a bit of a dangerous... Jimmy Crook's Jimmy in him. Callum Browntree, you've seen him this weekend. Tyson, Tyson, Pe- he well, was, Tyson Pedro was one of these guys who thought he was going to go far at one I, point. Hasn't. I don't know what's happened to him. But you look at the four guys that he's beat, mm-hmm. or sorry, the four guys that beat him... They're all the Jets guys. in the UFC? Guys. Four and four? Four and four. He's even in the UFC. And mm-hmm. hang on, is that his fourth fight in the last year or something? I think we're saying, yeah. Fourth fight since last December. And he should probably fight again before the end of the year, I'd imagine. I don't think so. I think it'll be starting next year. Um, I'm excited. Glad it's going back on his first February time. Oh, don't say that. I'm making a new statement there. Um, but, I, I think that's... I think we'll get another contract. I think one of these guys will fight MD anywhere, anytime. You've seen that with some of the monsters he's fought. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Alonso Manifield, Dan Kylev, Jimmy Cook, Khalil Roundtree, you man it, man. Just bring them on, I'll fight them. I don't give a fuck. Khalil Roundtree always brings back bad memories for me because he literally said the day before a fight, I'm going to knock Khalil Roundtree out. And then, yeah, Khalil smashed the fuck out of him. Big man. In Glasgow, at home. Paul, you'll do well to knock MD, I think, at UFC, mate. you just got to. Stick to your game, stick to what you're good at, and just do it. Yeah. Because you look at his look at his ones before in the UFC, nine in a row, eight of them by submission. Yeah. Stick he's, to that, mate. Stick to that. He's stick good to what you're good at. Thing. He's good at this thing. Um, I talked with Beth Coyer earlier on, man. Um, brilliant. I was really impressed by her. First round, she got a bit battered. Um, I thought she was really, really good. Yeah, she was really, really good. Um, I cannot believe she makes bantamweight, if I'm honest. Um, it's... It's weird, because she's only five foot five. Yeah, she's solid, man. She's solid. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, because Sarge didn't look that good, to be honest, here. No, I was disappointed myself. It was just... It was a alright fight, it was not I didn't really take my fans out, I wasn't too bothered about it. I bought the first fight, then it was to be honest. If you're looking for a fight to grab you... For me, this isn't it. No, it was good, but it was some performance. Oh, don't get me wrong, Crowdo. Twelez. Twelez was fucking oh, sensational. Right. But I fast-forwarded through it, and I don't think the picture changed in 15 minutes. Because <laughs> all it was was Crowdo Twelez just fucking lying on top of Mariano. The, worst, the good thing about that performance is it was your first fight of the night, right? And as you see, you're maybe not that impressed by it. It was the most dominant performance of the whole night. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can understand the technical aspect of it, but if you're looking for a fight to go out, Somebody's went like, oh, it's about a fight, no, no, fuck it, sit and I just sell it to somebody to catch a fan. I'll Aye. sit this and watch this. Why does he just try to his leg? I get what you're saying. See, from my point of view, I think that was honestly one of the best of the whole Why night. is he just kissing him? What's going on here? What's happening? Because happened? to fight somebody like Mariano, he's very, for, he's different, for a lightweight, he's huge. He's like, what, well, he must be like six foot something. He's absolutely massive. I mean, he's a really, really tall guy, so I, I was quite impressed. I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. No, I, see, I, I was, was impressed from the technical aspect. But from the entertainment aspect, that nah, entertains me. But that's the I'm fast forward. It's thought. everybody's just your own taste in it. That's, 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 that's exactly what it is. But it's like, like a good thing to find. We'll talk about it later. But it's like um, Saturday. I was obviously buzzing to see Big um, Hermanson, but I cannot wait to see Gunny Nelson yeah, roll about the floor with Gilbert Burns. We'll man, we'll it's going to be fucking amazing. Um, so overall, a decent card. Um, really good night. I thought the no crowd... real surprises on it, really, was there? Maybe Esparza beating Grasso, but then it was—is that a surprise? Because Esparza has been doing not bad. She's been fighting a bit better, a bit more. Plus two, you know. No, I'm sure she was not on a run. I she won one. I. I should be. Jander Robert wasn't exactly. 
No, but she looked good though against Jandroba. She fought. Jandroba was undefeated. Jandroba was a bit of a badass when she, she came in. She looked better to a fair eye. I mean, it was her only loss after 14 14 fights, so. Because she, she was looked, dominated by Suarez and Gadeo, you remember? Because it was Grasso not. Um, did Grasso not smash Kovakovic? Yeah, she did, and she looked fucking brilliant that night. She looked brilliant. She's, she's living in two, so that'll hurt, that loss will hurt her. I would have honestly thought Grass would have won um, overall. Well, I thought that Grass would have won, but there we go. Yeah. Overall, good. And at this point, with the way the fans reacted, but you've you've tried to justify it for them, so. I'm not justifying it. No, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to explain. I know what you're saying. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to explain the situation why they were so angry. Um, I thought even though that happened towards the end, which maybe put a bit of a dampener on the crowd mm-hmm. throughout the night. I thought the crowd were absolutely fucking super. The pressure when the own fighters came out. Mm. I thought the atmosphere they created. Or chanting and singing at some point. There's been a wee bit of a football ground at one point. It was really, really good, man. Great atmosphere. Vanessa Mello, does she get added to the list of fighters who miss weight? She missed weight by four pounds, but she had two weeks' notice. Is there extenuating circumstances that she took it on? I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not totally. Because we have a list. Do we have a blacklist now? We have well, I have a blacklist. I don't. I just. I think it's very, very unprofessional, mate. I literally do. It's like turning up. If you're a joiner, turn up to a fucking a house to with your tools. It's unprofessional. Do you know what I mean? I'm not overly thingy, but I think if does she fight it that way normally? Aye. Okay. I think if she was a flyweight, who'd maybe like it's two weeks notice, better be a flyweight, a big flyweight, maybe that'd be easier. Add for ten pounds, but she's actually trying to cut what she normally would in eight weeks. Aye. Yeah. Okay. Aye. Okay. Fair enough. That's extremely difficult to do. You've got to be able to do that over a certain period of time. Do you have the benefit of doubt then? I get the benefit out. Her last fight was in July, so to be honest, she probably didn't start training to end August again, middle yeah. August. So she maybe took she probably took two or three weeks off after that. Then she's straight into a fight camp. You're asking to go and fight Arena Dana. Yeah. It's fair play for taking a fucking fight on, by the way, but that's that's a tough ask. That's true. So I'm not. Okay, I'm not she's totally. Not on the list. I'm not totally, no. Not I, for I, me. I think we should actually start a list. What, a blacklisted fighters list? No, not blacklist. That's harsh. But just fighters that maybe miss weight and they were not massive. We don't enjoy, but. Well, we I think it's harsh. I've got a wee list. We're a, bit, we're a bit pricks about that because, like. They but you just, say it's unprofessional. Yeah, I know. Unless there's an extenuating Suzanne, she's like Mel over them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody else missed weight tonight, did they? No. So why should she? Yeah, I suppose. But then the extenuating circumstances maybe okay for that. Um, look at look at your Tyson Nam. Tyson Nam got called up to 26 and smashed away. So. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Anything else from the weekend? Like, oh, bonuses? Agree, disagree, happy, unhappy. I think I should be like Paul get 50 G's. No, neither am I, but I would have said them um, Kyle Nelson deserved one of them, to be fair. No, for me, like... Kyle Nelson standing knockout of Flores was something, man. It was tremendous. But Stephen Pearson probably gave you knockout of the year. Aye. And also, I wouldn't need... Uh, you could have argued between Paul Craig and Kyle Nelson, probably. You probably could have argued that. I just, I, just, I, like, I, like, I just like Paul Craig's performance. Maybe it was just because it's Paul Craig, but I really did like I thought he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Okay, so now we get to the exciting bit and we get to look forward to this weekend. And there's quite a lot on. There's like there's two four cards on this weekend, man. There's actually a lot of stuff on. There's also an LFA as well. Um, but obviously, we don't really talk about LFA, but um, there's an LFA. But we've got two Bellator cards to quickly run through. We'll just run through some of the names that are fighting. We'll know that spend too much time. I'll start with, we'll start with a local one. I'll start with the closest one, um, the Irish one, Friday night, this is on. Um, Dublin. Dublin, this might be quite, might be quite good actually catch it when we, we get to Copenhagen maybe. That's a, 
immense shoot. Well, that's the that's the project we can now Friday to find, <laughs> find somewhere that's shown it. If we get any Danish listeners that listen to Copenhagen, shout us up, man. Let us know where we can watch. Um, Even if it's your front room, I don't care. That's maybe a bit far, but um, yeah, give us a shout and let us know where we can watch um, uh, Bellator in um, Copenhagen. But there's some names on this card. I bet, like, I see when you talk about British and Irish fighters from Bellator, it's pretty stacked. Mm-hmm. James Gallagher. Um, his opponent pulled out I can't remember who he was supposed to fight again who was it Carl Eleanor was supposed to fight Carl Eleanor he pulled out Roman Salazar came in kind of last minute for a play to him um, imagine Jim Gallagher's going to go and get business done there because he's fucking he's superb James Gallagher Michael Page is on it MVP but next time he's to see how he goes back for his first ever loss <laughs> but then again he's been given a guy who's 3-1 and one and he's probably telling me just going fucking flatten him I don't know, Richard Keeley. Or Keeley, Ke- Keeley. Keeley. Keeley, Keeley. Um, I don't know much about him. I'm sure I've seen Richard Keeley fighting all along, which I thought he fought on a Bellator card. But even then, you're, you're, no. Like, Michael Page not be fighting somebody like Richard Keeley with a guy with that record. Nah, but it's just because it's at home. That's the I thing. I know, but like, I'd well, rather not home, but it's in Europe. Give him a better fight than that. There must be a better fight than that for him. Yeah. Um, Ryan Scott beat Aquilish by a really good fight because Ryan Scott was really good against um, the Pitbull we fought in Newcastle Aye, I thought it was really really good um, Peter Quilly had a really good fight Benson Henderson Miles Jury has got an absolutely great fight written all over it um, and he's the scariest man in MMA oh, Keith he he's made a fear man um, See, he's now actually fighting away. Remember last couple of times he fought at 165? Nah, it was random weights. It was random weights. I could see him at 175 at one point as well. Aye, so something like that. I could see him fighting at 170. He's fighting Lawrence Fitzpatrick. Don't know much about the boy, but no, some good names on Philip, this card. Philip Mopier, who we last seen fighting in Cage Warriors, did he's not? He's on it as well. Aye, Richie Smallins on it. Lee Chadwick's on it. There's a few British names. Will Flurry's on it as well. Um, no, it should be good. It's funny, right? I followed some guy on Instagram for ages and ages and ages right you know what when you go through Instagram and on our thing and you, you follow just because they say MMA so it's a guy in the very first fight the Finnish guy right Patrick Patelia aye so I've never really known I, not, I can't actually remember the last time I've ever seen him fight I've never actually seen him fight my, my own eyes because he fights in things like Cage 43 and Superior Challenge and randomly I seen him on his Instagram saying I see my belt and I was like well I actually get to see this guy fight hopefully but he's on a, a pre. He's the very, very first prelim, so I'll probably not even nah, get to see it. Unless we're in the pub at that point, you can sit and watch it before you go on a flight. It's just one of these random things, man. That you just like, you follow people on Instagram, and then all of a sudden they turn up in a card that you're not expecting. Yeah. It's mental. It's like the boy. You heard of the boy Carla, uh, Carl Albrechtson? The boy with a crazy Dolph Ziggler um, yeah. hair. I follow him on Instagram, and then all of a sudden he said, "Was it one championship he signed for?" Maybe I can't, I can't remember, but I've pure seen him signing for one of the big ones. I was like, fucking hell, man, these are guys that I've followed for years and ages, and, you know, never even known the fighting, but now they're fighting in big organisations, you know. But buzzing for Bellator on the Saturday, no, definitely. Fair play, I don't make put a really good card on for us on the Friday night, obviously, try to appeal to British and Irish audiences, superb. But you go to this card on Saturday night, and this is just this is fire, absolute fire. Here's a wee statement for you what. Is this the best Bellator card there's been? Look at the names, mate. It's up there. What two, I would say two, is... X, two X world champions. You've got a current world champion. You've got possibly one of the best featherweights in the world. In fact, you've possibly got some of the best, maybe 20, 30 
um, with featherweights in the world final this AJ McKee unbeaten you know Saul Rogers Henry Corrales Darren Colwell who's an ex, an ex world champ as well you know these guys are all this card is so stacked it's actually ridiculous the only thing I would say is beyond the main card there isn't a lot Completely yeah there isn't a lot yeah and Bellator have actually had some decent prelims recently there's some decent prelims some good fighters on the prelims and to be honest I don't know a single person on the prelims no not a single dude man First fighter I probably know is Leandro Higo. He's first fighting the, the main card against Sean Bunch, so that's... I've heard of uh, AJ Agazan, he was fighting a lot longer, but he's not got a very good... He's not got he's a very... It's one and one, do you know what I mean? Not it's not exactly... Um, but he's as you say, good. right, straight off the top, man. Title fight, one, four, five, straight off. Just here, bang, who do you want first? I would love to be able to say... And blow smoke up Pitbulls. I'm not really a massive Pitbull fan, to be honest. I really haven't, I don't... No, I'm not a massive Pitbull fan. But Arcoleta is a problem. Arcolette is, is a massive, massive problem. problem. Um, it's, mate, honestly, I'm, I need, we need to find a way. To, for, well, we can't watch it because we'll be in the middle of the night in Copenhagen. That'll be even worse. Where is it? It's California. Oh, jeez, it'll be like eight. Eight hours ahead, yeah, it'll be like fucking people getting up and up and starting. So, um, I, I, I really fancy Arcolette against this fight. So do I. Really, really fancy him because... Even though Pip, he won a lightweight, didn't he, Pitbull? Mm-hmm, he holds both. Holds both, and... Do I think he might, he do that he, impressive. Do you think he might take an eye off the ball here and think, you know, dropping this star collector wouldn't be dreadful? I know you shouldn't really think of that. It's a job. No, because... You should be professional, but... His brother face at 155, does he? Is it 155 his brother face? Uh, it's 155. So I think it's one of those ones he might be holding it now, but does he really want to hold it? And he'll maybe just drop it for his brother mm. to get... A title fight to maybe try and have a two of them champions. Mm. There could be a bit of newsmanship at play there. Um, I think one five, one four five is his bread and butter. But one four five is a bit stick at. Oh, right. he's had that for long. He's got four title fights in the next year. Yeah, it's sixteen. No, sixteen to eight. And he doesn't even know who's going to be fighting yet. Four to two, aye, aye. And he's got to pick. He doesn't even get the opportunity to pick who's going to be fighting. He just gets to pick where and when. Maybe. It depends if he's the first ball at the bag. That's true. Yeah. That's that's a brilliant thing about this new thing. This new. I'm looking forward to seeing how it works. Bell. When are they drawing it? Do we know? Straight after the fights. Oh, programming after the fights. Hopefully, we'll see it somewhere on Sunday. Definitely afterwards, because you'd have somebody like AJ McKee. AJ McKee's fighting Georgia Karaka. You remember that one? Karakanian. Karakanian. Karak. Ah, probably that. I'd really fancy AJ McKee go win that, right? So if he's number one ball. He's fucking right out that bag. Who do you want to fight? Fuck it. Give me Pitbull. Give me Arcalaya. I want the champion. I want them now. I want to go and defend my belt twice before the end of this Grand Prix. Do you think this is a chance for AJ McKee to finally actually start putting people on notice? Because you kind of get the impression that people kind of sleep on AJ McKee. Oh, I don't, I don't think they sleep on him. I think everybody knows how good he is, but the problem is, is maybe the calibre of fighter he's fought. All right, he, he beat Pat Curran. Danny Crawford's not a bad fight. Apart from that, his last couple of fights... Is that John McCapper as well? John Teixeira's John McCapper. Aye, true. So, I mean, that's that's three pretty experienced guys, mate. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know what I see. But this is definitely... this is. I don't see him in this fight's probably the biggest um, fight of his career. Because I think there's bigger fights to come, obviously. Um, mm. And I think he's... But I really fancy him going to beat George we Georgie. We just can't call him we Georgie. <laughs> Georgie Karakai. I have. 
we kind of skipped over the co-main here. Um, well, I thought this is. I was trying to link in with the old. I don't, know, I, I don't know why you're doing it. I'm Darren just, Caldwell. I was, just, I, I Darren. was just trying to link in. You just yeah. fucking ruined it. Right. I thought Darren Caldwell, Henry Callas is a brilliant fight. Well, and that's sorry. I know we just totally skipped over it, but uh, Corrales, That's like where Aaron Pico would probably be thinking he would have been yeah. if he'd beaten Corrales because he fought Corrales didn't he? And he beat so. Corrales Caldwell was just an absolute sensational fight for me. I think that's going to be absolutely fire. I just actually kind of. Uh, I, I want to see the fights, right? I'm really looking forward to seeing the fight. I don't even know if I'll get to see them. I don't even know if we'll get to see them. Um, if we do the show next week, I don't know if we'll get to see these. Well, we're going to do the show. show live from... The plan is to try and do it live from Copenhagen, isn't it? Yeah, that's the plan. Do it from Copenhagen on the Sunday. But I think we could do it in the arena on the fucking Saturday night till everybody leaves and just do it in the just arena. Just sit there for a day. Why not? Just wait till somebody kicks us Chuck you. Um, but we'll probably not get to see it. In fact, we won't get to see it. Who are we kidding? We won't get to see it. But no. um, a big great fight. Um, I'm just excited to see who's fighting next because Adam Boric is through and all the, the other four were settled two weeks ago the, the draw is going to be the draw is going to be amazing there's it's probably as many people watch the draws or watch the actual fights on the night I think the draw is going to be brilliant you know the interesting thing about this right the way they do these right the way that they have the the, the champion defending his belt right no not so much champion defending his belt obviously if people loses he loses his belt because he's out the Grand Prix anyway but the fact that they actually give the belt to the winner, they give the belt to Arcoletta, Arcoletta will be the champ. Cut and then he go defend it. By the end of the Grand Prix, Arcoletta could potentially have defended his belt four times, eh, sorry, three times. Or you could have four champions in four fights. Mm-hmm. You could have four new champions inside a year. Or, as I'm saying, Arcoletta could be honestly one of the best featherweights ever in belt, honestly, well, because he's defended he his belt be. three times. You would be. Do you know what I mean? But for me, if Pitbull, if Pitbull goes and wins these four title fights, he's the best ever. He's the best ever. Best ever featherweight in belt, honestly. I was going to say then, then see if we did that. You know, everybody would want Aldo, Holloway. No, I think because by that point Holloway. Ah, but that's never going to happen. No, I know Holloway's never going to leave the UFC. Aldo Pitbull. Aldo's never going to leave the UFC. You're talking. Imagine Aldo. Fuck it. Last fight, I'll go and fight for Bellator for one fight. We'll go make it in Rio or Sao Paulo. Make it an absolute barnstorm, a Brazilian super fight. I think that's if if if, if, it's, if it's ever going to be ended from the UFC, that Pitbull will fight Alberto. Mm. But we'll see. My great card. We try and catch it. Catch it. Um, the Coleman. Yeah, you can talk about the Coleman if you want. I'm buzzing. It's a great fight. If Masasi turns up. Yeah, I'm just still kind of believe that Machida's going to try and make middleweight. Before he used to do that time. I know, but he's like 84. It's not going to happen. I thought, which means it's not going to happen. It will happen, of course it will happen. But he's one of the I'm most surprised. hired professional guys around. Do you think that was a case of, right, the way the machine went fancy fighting Masasi? He's went, ah, fuck it, I'm up for it. And the Masasi's the way the Masasi went, right, Giga, we want you to fight Machida. See, they're going to be at 205 or 185. And Masasi's went, like, probably just. Well, I think. Do you think there was talk of this at 205? I th- no. No? I think Lua Machida, especially when Machida spoke before he actually signed for Bellator, mm-hmm. his idea was, I'm going to go to Bellator, I'm going to beat Musashi, I'm going to beat Baveda, and I'm going to be a double champion. That's the way he was talking before he went to Bellator. Okay, so he's obviously fluctuating between two, because he obviously fought Shale. No. At light. No, he fought Shale at heavy. He just fights for every fucking once. Machida is there to win this title. If he beats Musashi, which for some reason I expect him to do so hard, I don't know why. How dare you? I really do expect Get that. out of my house. I don't know why. Get out. I don't know why I expect him to beat Musashi on Saturday, but I do. And I think 
Yeah, then obviously go on and fight. Um, Sassy's the man. Sassy's one of the best middleweights in the world. Of course he is. He'd spank all the UFC middleweights, especially <laughs> that wee prick Adesanya. Until he fought Rafael Olivato. Yeah, well, that's different. He's a grappler. You can't, you can't defend against that, yeah. Um, anyway, good couple of cards from Bellator. Looking forward to the weekend from them. It's really good. It's a bit positive from them. I wish um, I was half Monday. I could just sit and watch MMA. Yeah, honestly, man, because that see that card? That Bellator card, I think that's one of the best ever. When was the champions? When was the, when was the best I card? I was trying to remember that myself. Was it Bader was fighting the, for the title uh, and stuff like that? It was Merrill. I knew they did a lot of champions, tough champions type night. I can't remember where it was. But Aye, I'm the same. This is up there, but this is definitely up there for one of the best fights. One of the best cards. Pardon mm. me, Bellator have put on. Okay, a couple of other things to look at for the weekend. Obviously, the main one being UFC. We'll talk about it. We've got, we've got a... Cage Warriors for our UK listeners and for our non-UK listeners you should be checking this shit out because it's quality um, to be honest with this it's not stacked there's not a lot of names I even recognise um, we always do have this problem with Cage Warriors because they bring in a lot of guys for one-off performances and stuff like that like the boy that um, Houston beat to like win the belt he only fought with Bellator twice once against Houston won to win the belt and that was it i never seen him really again since so some, some of these guys fight once and then and then leave you know there's four amateur belts on the line. Aye, early doors, aren't um, Early doors, aye, on the prelims, there's four belts. Um, then after that... D- just before we go any further, right? Mm-hmm. The light heavyweight amateur belt. Mm-hmm. The, the man is called Rhino Daly. Impressive at first. Mashing, right? Look at his record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... He's won two fights. Mm-hmm. And lost eight. I've seen that there. I'm like, what? So Mustafa Mohammed might be smashing a rhino. I think Mustafa will be smashing a rhino this weekend. But anyway, um, it's hard to know about the guys. Adam Ventry, we know Adam Ventry. Um, he's fought in a card before. Um, but again, other than that, obviously Tim Barnett, Donovan Desmond is a good fight, and Tom Aspinall versus, I guess, Mikael Ben Hamuda is relatively unknown. Um, obviously French MMA there's rumours it's going to be legalised so a lot more French MMA seems oh, to be popping up all over the place I think there's quite a lot kicking about to be honest I really do think it'll just go mentor you've got like um, what's, he, what's he called uh, Morgan Charry who's been fighting with Cage Warriors and he's kind of you know helping the, the French case and stuff like that so yeah, definitely. if um, you can check this out check it out we always say you never get a bad fight even though we haven't heard of probably 90% of these guys Donovan Desme versus Tim Barnett is a great fight right I'm not fight, a massive man. lover of Tim Burnett's style, but I like Donovan Desme. That should be a crack um, fight. Should be a really good fight. Then you look at the Adam Proctor fight. Adam Proctor's decent as well, 10 and 1. He's fighting a finish, but you never heard him, to be honest. He's 10 and 3. So, two good records, two guys, so it should be good. No, definitely try and check that out if you can, guys. Just see how it goes. Definitely try and get some of it if you can, because it's, it's, you never get a bad fight. So. No, and that's live from the exhibition centre in Liverpool. Yes, it is. Liverpool. Yeah. Right, okay. Now on to the big one. Yes! And... Yes! <laughs> like, yes! Sorry, I'm quite high. Yeah, I'm a wee bit, I'm absolutely fucking... So, UFC Fight Night, Hermanson versus Canonier, also known as UFC Fight Night 160 or UFC on ESPN plus 18. And myself and Mark are making the trip to Copenhagen. Yeah, we're heading over to Copenhagen, aren't we? Um, I'm very excited. Um, I am gutted about a couple of things. Gutted that Jack Hermanson isn't fighting something that would be more exciting. I'm not a massive fan of Jared Cronier, but it's probably the right kind of fight for both of them. So I can't really... See, I, I don't think it is. I think... No. I think it's a great fight for Jared Canani, Kikononi, because he's on his way up. 
Whereas Jack commands should be looking ahead. And I think this is a bit... Yeah, but look, backwards. we talked about this though. Look, at who's, look at who's ahead of um, Jack Manson. I don't think he could fight any of them. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just thinking... Do you know what I mean? There was nobody because obviously Gaston's now announced Romero just fought, Costa just fought, Adesanya's fighting Whitaker. So behind them you've got Jacare who's fucked off, Weidman who's fucked off, you know, Brunson who, is he the one that just got done for drugs? No, that was somebody else. That no, was, we'll talk about that. That's somebody else. Um, I mean, he's literally looking at Brunson like an on Brunson just fought, I'm sure not long ago, if I bought Ian Heinish. It's probably, it probably is the fight to make, yep. but if you were Jack Manson and you just beat the three guys you've beat, yeah. Should you be looking at your rear view mirror or you should be fucking flashing somebody else's rear view mirror? No, I totally agree. I totally agree. You should be 100% be looking forward. But then again, if the fight is the fight, if you want to fight... Oh, of the course. If, if you want, the fight was always going to happen. He was always going to headline this card. I mean, they, they obviously said to him, listen, do you want to fight in Copenhagen? He went, eh, fuck yes, it's near him. You know, I can take my family. Do, who do you want to fight? I don't care. Just give me, give me somebody. I'll fight MD. Just put somebody in front of me and I'll fight them in Denmark. And I think that's what's happened. That's what I'm saying. It's a wee bit gutted. I would have liked him to fight somebody. But then again, I'm being a bit of a hypocrite here. I've just basically shot you for saying it isn't the right time for them fighting. They, sh- they should be looking forward. But there isn't anybody else for them to fight. No, so this is the only fight that, to make. Aye, that is, from the USC's point of view, this is the fight to make. Yeah. But from Jack Hermanson's point of view, I'd be disappointed that yeah. you want somebody higher up the card. Gutted about wee Danny Henry. I will kind of get snuck on right at the end of weird, everything. Man. It was like the 10th of September, right? Danny Henry's fighting, the 14th of September, Danny Henry's all fighting. It's like, what? What's going on here? I know, and then obviously Stevie Ray put, was it Stevie uh, Ray put a Stevie, picture Stevie Ray put a picture on, I think it was his Facebook, his Instagram, I can't remember. Stevie. And it was the two jerseys, it was Danny Henry's jersey and also his jerseys, like For getting UFC Singapore and Copenhagen ready. And I'm like, uh, and I messaged you and I'm like, did Danny Henry get ready for Copenhagen? We missed us. The fuck's going on? Then, obviously, we find out later on that he had been on it and taken off it and it just kind of... Uh, Mate, see this card? Yeah. This card is unreal. This card is fucking sensational. The only fight on the main card I've got an issue with is Mark Madsen versus Daniel Bellardo. Only reason he's up there is because he's probably... Oh, he's Danish. That's it. That is it. He's a superstar. To be honest, I don't understand why they couldn't have put Nicholas Dalby and Alex Oliveira as a co-main because Mark Madsen and Nicholas Dalby both just signed for the UFC. Dalby's already been with the UFC. What I would say from that point of view as, as a sportsman... Mm-hmm. Mark Manson will probably be bigger than Nicholas Dalby in Denmark because of his Olympic, Olympic background. Okay. Yeah, I get that. So that's why he's coming. Yeah. That's exactly why he's coming for no other reason. The fact that the guy is an Olympic There's not hero. One bad fight on that main card. Oh mate, it's fucking brilliant. Although I say it's hard to tell about Daniel as well. I don't know much about him. We like Mark. I like Mark Manson. You hate that, but I'll love. Oh, no, I'll go for a bit. I'll bit the bar up. Cool, you can get the beers. I'll go get the you beers. Get the beers, for beers that. That. Excellent. <laughs> Super. Um, yeah, I mean, Dalby, obviously, yeah, love Dalby. Um, against Cowboy, Cowboy Oliver. Welcome back, Dalby, how you doing? Um, yeah, here's Cowboy Oliver, is that right for you? Dalby probably so. went, um, yeah, yes. Um, That'll be a sensational fight, but absolutely superb, man. I cannot wait. That's Just wait for the noise in that arena when that Nicholas Dalby walks out. It'll be Amazing, I can't wait. Um, Michelle Alexidruk, somebody I quite like, Aye. um, against OSP. Can't not like OSP, everybody loves OSP. Oh, again, OSP, another you know, it's a good fighter, it's a good very, name, very it's a name, good. it's a name. He's not like obviously, he's a bit of a vet now, I suppose. Um, but maybe need, needs a win, to probably be needs a win to be honest. Again, tough he's, fight against he's two losses, one's against the Ukrainian fucking nightmare, and one's against Dom Reyes, who's one, sh- one away from a title shot. So they're not embarrassing losses, but. 
And um, it's a tough fight against Alex Chooks. He's aye. basically just... Alex Chooks a big, big... He's just tearing an arsehole right through this division. And do you know why? Because he's stocky. He's only six foot for a light heavyweight that small. He's quite small, But man. He, is, he hits fucking hard, man. He hits like an absolute um, train, man. Eyes. Um, that's a great fight. Um, cool. I like Kulu and Travis Jefferson. I know he beat Paul Craig all, but all, that, all, all those days ago back in the day and, but ever since then I've got a bit of a like Trout Tree fan now. I like Khalil now he's, he had some issues and he went out to Thailand and he trained Thai I mean he's Thai boxing how he went from where he was to where he is now is in such a short space of See time see when he mate. beat Eric Anders he oh. literally tore him up for us Pepper. he did it was ridiculous that was sensational performance yeah. by him I, I don't mind him don't get me wrong I don't mind him um, it's funny obviously he's got no contest against Alexi Chuk right uh-huh. Um, oh, and they're on the same card Ion Kutalaba another one another young guy who's had a kind of he started well no, he didn't start well but he's he's not he's kind of up and down obviously it looks like he's fought at um, mid, middleweight or did they fight Canonia at light heavyweight I was light like heavyweight Canonia must have fought light heavyweight Canonia has fought every weight all the way down has he? because he started did you know he has a story about Canonia? no if I'm correct in this, which I'm pretty sure I am, he was a bouncer. Right. On a nightclub. Yeah. And he weighed Tell something. Tell me he killed somebody. He weighed something like 25, 26 stone, man. He was a fucking huge... Huge guy. Monster of a guy. So he started training MMA just to lose a bit of weight. So he started fighting heavyweight. And he kept losing weight. So he started fighting light heavyweight. Well, right, and then okay. he kept losing weight and now he's doing it Aye, that was that's Ion, can I used to have a brilliant story about fair how he got involved in it and all that. So it's I like Kulaba because he's young. I like young guys that come up. But, yeah, definitely. Um, this next fight, right? It's better now than what it was when this yeah, was first like, announced. Gunnar Nelson versus Tiago Alves. Like, I'll be good to see Gunnar. Only beat, the only good reason Tiago for him fighting Tiago Alves is because Tiago Alves was on the wrong side, so on the right side of one of the worst decisions I've ever oh, seen. Aye. And I, I've always hated him for it, and it wasn't his fault, no, right? But I still don't like the guy because of it, because it leaves every time I think of him, I go, fuck, that was that Max Griffin thing that you fucking robbed him. It wasn't his fault, but I would have loved to have seen Gunny smash him. But this fight, this is even better. This is, again, you, if I'd used, maybe I'll just go to the bar for that whole, like, half an hour. Because no, because I might actually quite enjoy this, because I don't know why I might enjoy this. I just think there may be something to enjoy this for. Cannot wait, mate. I just, this is, it's very rare that a fight. It's nearly pulled because somebody pulls out. So Tiago Alves pulled out. Usually they bring in a, a nobody, somebody, a bit of a job or somebody just is there to basically be standing there and just basically get fucking finished by the other guy. But somehow we have ended up with a better fight than we had originally. <laughs> I, I honestly, mate, I, I honestly... I, this is going to be brilliant. Two second degree black belts in jiu-jitsu, mate. This is going to be absolutely mental. I cannot wait, man. You know what's going to happen? One of them's going to get knocked out in four seconds. What's going to happen? Do you know what? I wanted to say, I was going to literally say that like a minute ago when you started talking about, oh, uh, you might not want to watch this. And I'm texting, I was going to turn around and go, I think something might get knocked the fuck out. I just, I mean, I'm so excited. Like, it's little like a kid in a sweet shop. I can't believe I have to work three and a half days till this October there. Oh, it's going to annoy me. Um, obviously we, we talked to you about Mark Madsen don't know much about that I can't really say much I like Mark Madsen wrestler it'll be good but and also we'll yeah, actually, the crowd will be good for that I think that's, yeah. the, that's the main thing about I, that is we'll the, the crowd will be good for Jack as well to be honest I think Jack will be quite well supported also they are really doing because um, also Sweden is just across that bridge so it's not that far away yeah and obviously he, he trains in Norway so trains he's in Norway so he'll definitely he's covering he's, all bases he's a proper Scandinavian oh, fighter shall we say you know we've talked about this for about 10 minutes and the car we've still got the 
Prelims are sensational as well. You could, Australian, the Australian wonder boy on this is Milnordiev, right? Who is ridiculously good. He's fighting Bahar, Bahar Daz- oh, No, hold on, I can do it. Bahar Dazada. Bahar Hold on, Bahar Dazada. I'll take that one. Brandon Davis, Lena Landsberg, Mason, Lando Venata. I love Lando Venata. Lando Venata. See if Mark Diakese turns up. Mark Diakese as a Lando Venata is a fucking sensational fight. There is one reason why I like Lando Venata. Why? It's a Star Wars reference. Because he's Lando Calrissian. Shut up. Sad bastard. Um, Jack Shaw making his debut. Go on, Jackie boy. I'm um, actually a massive Jack Shaw fan. So am I. I wasn't. I am now. Aye, if he's um, got more, so I've just kind of. But Aye. since then, he's been okay. Alan Amadovsky again. Not really sure on John Phillips, but I like Alan Amadovsky. John Phillips. You seen John Phillips has lost his last three fights. Mm, I know. He really needs a win here. And Alan Amadovsky's no mug, mate. That's he's the thing. Nine and one or something. Mm-hmm. One. He's not getting a win here, John Phillips. Um, I'm so buzzing. Lena Landsberg was amazing last time. I think Shearson might just be too big for her. I think Shearson will be too good and too big for her. I don't too good. I think too big. Landsberg looked really good last time, but mate, this this card. It's just stacked, mate. It's honestly I'm stacked. really, really. Do you know what? I honestly, one of the most exciting people to watch on this card for me is Ismail Nordev. Um, last time we seen him was in. Uh, he fought. It was in Moscow. He's Austrian, but he fights like he's Russian or something. It's weird. Um, he fights out of Salzburg. I think he was born in Russia. Prague. Was it Prague? Because there was a couple of Austrians on that card. He was absolutely super. Obviously, he's been beaten by Chance Rencounter Rain- since, but uh, he's so exciting to watch, man. Young boy, 23-year-old man. No, dear Bahad Zada. I think that could be fighting, eh? And considering all the other fights you've got on this card, I think... Mate, you you got a problem with me on Saturday. What? I literally want to be the first people in that fucking arena. Oh no, mate, not, we know that, but we've said this before. That it really irritates us when you're watching a card and there's nobody fucking there. Well, I swear to God, I'll tell you what, right? See if you're watching this live, listen for us, because I'll be screaming my fucking tits off, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to make some noise. I want to go on the TV, I want to go on the camera. I'm not going to go on the TV. Did, listen, they show people holding flags, dig out your flags, look out for the two guys holding the flags. Scottish flags. I thought you you know, I thought you were out in Scandinavian flags for going. Yeah, I didn't. They yeah. still could. Good, you them. Fucking. But fuck. then, how am I going to hold four flags? How am I going to hold like a Denmark flag, a Norway flag, a Sweden flag, just and a Scotland flag? Does just staple them together and turn them around? Ah, uh, could I? You'd need to hold one though. Okay, bro. Ah, uh, we'll just staple them together. Then when Jack commands them, because you can open the Swedish and the Norwegian one up. It's mm, a good idea. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. No, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for the trip, mate. It'd be good to get away and stuff like that, you know. So definitely, a couple of nights in Copenhagen will be good, man. It should be good. I can't wait. Yeah. A wee trip away is desperate needed. I can't wait going on an aeroplane. Alessio de Chiricho, I missed him completely. I love Alessio de Chiricho, man. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, I'm so buzzing for this fight. <laughs> so buzzing for this card, man. I think I think we've timed this really, really well. I think it's been really, really good. We've kind of been waiting for a card to go to this year. To be honest, it's the right time for me, man. I need a break for everyone that's going on. Oh, I just, you know mean, I mean? I, I'm up the same as you. Oh, all right, lucky I've got this holiday coming up, but... You're literally back two days and you fly off to Australia for four weeks. Five days I'm back. Um, but aye so no amazing can't wait to go but Denmark hopefully maybe meet a couple of, uh, couple of fighters maybe there's maybe a bit aye. of stuff happening hopefully um, Jojo's if out there if you're there let us know hit us up on Instagram we'll meet some of the inside the cage Who's fans it? for a beer Jojo's out there Liam Edwards is out there who's the other one can't remember the other one is I can see his face and I can't think who it is can't remember can't remember but no it should be good man look forward to it can't wait yeah. I still no got you a jingle I know I've got stuff but I'll get you one. I will, but I promise I'll have one for soon. Fucking better. You better get that sorted. So, Mr. Newsman, let's do it. What you got for me? Well, we'll start off. Maybe get a wee bit, a wee bit extended news as such. Maybe extra couple of days. Maybe never covered it. 
Um, Wonderboy versus Vicente Luque. <laughs> Seen that. Nearly, nearly jizz myself. UFC 244 is fucking... Here's a statement for you. Best card ever? Nope. Best card ever without a title fight. That's what I meant. Best card ever without a title 100%. fight. 100%. Best, best pay-per-view without a title fight because there's been some good cards that have been without title fights but this best pay-per-view... It's up there. Until you see... I, I, I've seen a few fights get announced for 245 and I'll come to them later on but... Um, Aye, so Wonderboy versus Vernon Luke, brilliant fight, Julio Arce versus Hakim Dawida, another very good fight. Um, Jacare stepped up to light heavyweight. Yeah. Fighting Jan Blavich. Thank you, mate. Thanks for that one. Uh, and so Paolo in November, so that should be, that that will just be absolutely put bombs. Two guys who are just absolutely fucking massive, not in lumps each other, I think. Blavich is going to smash him. Um, I hate Jacare. It was good to see Leon Edwards been a bit of an aggro because he's not done it enough over the years and it was good to basically say look Colby you've been a bit of a pussy here if you don't want to fight Usman fucking come and fight me yeah, good so he should or even better I'd have called Usman I think basically that was basically the line he was going down but I think he's like well, I'm not going to get Usman I think he knows he's not going to get Usman well if Colby dips him that will not be Leon Edwards no no it won't be well, who's, who, who's going to fight Usman it's not going to be fucking I don't know, to be honest. Street Jesus. Because I think it depends on who Usman wants to fight. Usman Kobe's the only fight they have to make. They have to, they have to make it. What is the issue? Do we know what the issue is? Yes. What? Kobe's a shite bag? I went... No. Kobe Covington's argument is that he was a title holder. Which, he held an interim belt. No arguing, right? He did hold an interim belt for a wee bit of time. Um. His point of view was that he was a title holder and the money he was offered for this fight was a challenger's purse and he was like a title holder's purse. But he isn't interim belt holder anymore? Yes, but his point of view is that he's never lost that belt. Oh, well, man, the boy's an absolute twat. To be honest, I would just give them both the money they want and just fucking get the fight on. Just get it, get over it done, done, man. Just get the fight done. It's the fight that everybody needs to see. Well, not everybody needs to see because I don't really know how it's going to turn it. But it's a fight that has to happen within that division. It just has to happen. Yeah. What else we got? Um, isn't that exciting, but the man he's fighting, Jorginho Rosenstrike. Cannot wait to see Rosenstrike knock. Although, seeing that, Arlovski was good. Brilliant. It was really good. This is a fight. good fight, by the way. If, if Arlovski turns up, this is a very good fight. Definitely. Uh, Mrs. UST 244 as well, but Rosenstrike is a fucking dangerous, scary motherfucker, man. He's a monster. So, I'm really looking forward to that fight. Uh, Tiago Alves out of Copenhagen we've discussed that now a beat is yeah. out of his fight against Calvin Qatar yeah but they moved it but the fight is still taking place it will now move from UFC Boston to UFC Moscow so it's good to see that fight still getting taken place because it was a good fight I really wanted to see that I was desperate to see that fight I was glad to when heads out was out and I was like fuck who they want to put in against Qatar and they moved it and I was kind of like oh good I'm going to see that fight and I was like oh but that means Boston shit yeah Boston's not looking too broad is it no. they really need to think they need to maybe Dig something that dig some from, from, and really stick on that card because it's not looking great at all at the moment. Um, I felt really good fighting Danny Roberts. Danny Roberts just seems to keep getting these fucking absolute mental masters, man. I don't know what Danny Roberts is all about. Danny loved it. You see Danny's sweet. He's like, I fucking love enemy territory. Fucking bring it on. I was like, mate. He's fighting Amadaev this time in Moscow. Last fight out, he took on fucking Michel Pereira. Michel Pereira fucking sparked him the fuck out. He just seems to love fighting these guys who you shouldn't be fighting mm. so he just loves a challenge yeah. um, but aye I'm good to see Danny Roberts back 
Now, you briefly mentioned earlier on about... Uh, I thought it was Brunson, but it was Branch, wasn't it? David Branch. Um, David Branch was suspended by USADA for two years. This is literally like the worst thing you can take. Basically, I don't think you can take anything worse. He was taking a drug called Ip- Ipamorelin? No. Ipamorelin? Some, Some sort of steroid anyway. Um, it basically could basically just changes his body and basically just makes him a far better fucking athlete. Human being. <laughs> Like Since that's happened, it looks like he's now been released by UFC, unconfirmed reports, but he's been released by UFC, which is always going to happen. No, he's no, no, for two no, years. No, the fuck. So he's fucking David Branch, basically, unless Bellator going to sign him, maybe he ends up in one championship, but his fucking MMA career's over. Um, I'll fight for UFC 244. Oh. It's now Shane Burgos versus Makwan Amakani. Good to see Makwan Amakani fight again. That's a good fight. That's a very good fight. Also, Amakani fought in Stockholm. Mm hmm. And he usually he'll just fights once a year, so it's actually quite good to see him fight again. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Next one, I'm fucking buzzing for Volkan Uzdemir mm-hmm. versus Alexander Rakic. Yes. I've seen that announced the other day. That's a savage fight. Pure fandom, it's in South Korea. Yeah, Busan. And you're in Busan <sighs> in December. Well, they just announced Ortega, zombie. Like, it's just taking, it's, they're taking that as a piss now. It's all happening, right? December 21st. Four days before Christmas. I'm not going to... How? I'm not going to four days before Christmas for UFC. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to... Have, have, have I actually seen any UFC on come out of room nine since? Did they ever put it on? I thought I saw them. I don't even know. Um, Nick Newell. I said he's great one in Bellator. Good to see. Great story. Absolutely superb story. You get a four-fight deal with Bellator on the back of that one. Because he'd only signed a one-fight deal originally. Despite the fact the news I've seen and said he's fought, he'd signed a... A multi-fight yes, deal. Yes, I don't know where that news you originally seen was, but uh, he signed a, he's signed now signed a new multi-fight deal with Bellator. So four fights he's got. So good, good to see him. Um, another wee thing that I liked the sound of, which just wanted to bring it up, was also we talked about Pitbull earlier then. Mm-hmm. His brother, his brother's taking a step away from Bellator for a few months. He's going to fight in Risings, lightweight Grand Prix. So this is more this collaboration of fighters and stuff like that, and. Right, yeah, the crossover. Crossovers, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the other crossovers I've seen we're, toss, we're talking about was Ryan Bader versus Phil DeFries for KSW. Apparently KSW and Bellator have got a really good relationship going. I'd go for that. So, uh, KSW... That's for heavyweight. KSW is fucking massive. I've seen Poland, like, oh. sell out 55,000 55, stadiums. It is huge. So, to see something like that maybe taking place, you'd imagine maybe it would be in maybe England somewhere. Yeah. You'd imagine to get oh. the audiences... Possibly. It's talks, it's only talks. Stop it. Just stop it. It's talks, right? It'd be brilliant. I think eventually, I think, I think maybe my point of view is all these other organisations out with one in the UFC mm-hmm. have maybe realised that they can't compete with these two organisations. So do a bit of boxing, cross fight, cross promotion, make your fighters fight each other, get the better fighters fighting against each other. Is that, is that a Handy we link to your next bit of news there. Did you mean that or was that just a happy coincidence? That was just a happy coincidence. <laughs> I thought you were setting that up, man. No, That's I always said that. The same night as UFC 244, we've talked about this, been one of the greatest cards ever without a title fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely superb card. Now, and I, obviously an MMA show, but there's been a boxing match made for that night and I think this is fucking madness because I really want to see this boxing match but it's absolutely stupid to put it on the same night as UFC 244. Canelo Alvarez versus Sergei Kovalev has been made for that night and I think it's mental. Right. As somebody who's a not massive boxing no, fan, massive right? boxing fan, don't mind if it's on, probably wouldn't pay 20 quid to watch it. Even I know that they don't fight at the same weight class. 
what the actual fuck is that all about? Because Canelo basically just wants to fight where Canelo wants to fight. Um, but the point of fact was that it's going up against UFC 244. I think it's not going to meet a lot of people because I think everyone wants to watch 244. Depends if you're a boxing fan. A lot of fans don't like UFC, mate. But to actually... It's weird. Most UFC fans will like boxing. But most UF, most boxing fans don't like you. UFC. Uh, yeah. It's definitely weird. One definite fight has been made. Max Holloway versus Volkanovski. It was always going to happen. It was a matter of thing. UFC 245. Vegas. Brilliant fight. Can't wait to see it. Just got to see case of suspicion that we Volkanovski might get the job done. Not happening, mate. Holloway's happy. I know he is, but it's not happening. I cannot, I cannot see Max Holloway dropping that belt ever. And Alexander can fucking hit. Mm, we'll, okay. see. we'll see. We'll see. That'll be a great fight. Um, the other fight I'm talking about that for that night. This is just talking. It's nothing confirmed. Robbie Waller versus Santiago Ponzi Ponzinibbio. Yeah, Ponzinibbio needs to fight in soon. I can. I need to see Ponzinibbio. Yeah. Need to see Ponzinibbio. I like Ponzinibbio. I think him versus Lawler be a fucking brilliant fight. He's a dangerous fighter. Definitely is. Um, last one. Seems pretty much certain that Daniel Cormier will fight again. And we're on the show, obviously, after the last Miochis. It looks like he's going to actually fight Miochis again, a trilogy fight. It's the only fight to make. I think. For DC, it is. Yeah. Not for Stipe, but for DC. Aye, 100%. For DC, he can back and fight. It's the only fight to make. And again, go and, he's going to retire after that, so what's the point? Because he's holding the belt. Probably he's the greatest heavyweight ever. Is he the greatest heavyweight? I don't know. But anyway, so that looks so it's pretty much that looks so it's going to be happening as well. So that'll be interesting to see. So that'll be good. Fantastic. Hey, that's me, mate. Well done. But I, don't I, don't have the, I don't have the outer jingle yet either. Oh, your jazz. I don't, you don't have an inner jingle, you're not going to have an outer jingle, are you? I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out, man. I'll figure it out. Okay, that's us for this week. Um, I would say short and sweet, but it's not really. Um, it's not horrendous. No, it's not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. So, yeah, listen, if you're in Copenhagen, and please message us, let us know. We'd love to have a beer with some folk, man. We really would. It's, we're all UFC fans at the end of the day. We're all MMA fans. So if you're in Copenhagen, give us a shout. Let us know what you're up to. Um, or anybody from Denmark who listens and you're going give us just anybody give us a shout man I'd love to meet some people from different countries as well get a bit of perspective but really really good um, get us on the socials usual uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at InsideKHMMA um, yeah give us a like give us a follow and we'll speak to you next time from Copenhagen yeah have a good week guys see you later